What doing? What doing? What doing? Have you ever seen the um the TikToks of the guy who has the bird and he was always like, What made of? And the bird would be like, glass. No. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. What the fuck? It's so fucking funny. He'll literally have a cup and he'll be like he'll like click it and then be like, What made of? And the bird'll like hit it with his head and he'll be like, Glass. Glass. <laughs> This is a paranormal, true crime, and conspiracy podcast. Some of the content we cover can be extremely graphic, vulgar, and triggering. Please remember to take care of yourself. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, podcast besties. Hello, besticles. Welcome to episode 39 of the Is Not Odd podcast. I almost said 49. And we're your motherfucking hosts. I'm Brianna. And I'm Paul. And we're here. And we're queer. Still. Yes, unfortunately. 2023 um, isn't over yet, so we're still queer. Honestly, my New Year's 2024 resolution. 2024 is to be straight. I was just going to say that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you kept on my joke. Um, oh, I'm great. We're coming at you today with some somber news. One, this is going to be the last episode of the year. Womp womp. We're taking December off because we fucking deserve it, and it's the holidays. Yeah, so if y'all don't like that, um, I don't care. So well, I do. I'm sorry. Yeah. for your, your loss sorry in for our your content, loss. but also so we're human, like and we've been doing this since fucking January, mm-hmm. and it's now November, and it's time for a break. And we haven't. I mean, besides, honestly, we've been working like crazy because been... we both work retail, and Paul is like a two job girly now, so like we just have to take. So it's even home. harder, and yeah. so it's just like we. This was honestly always the Planned. plan from yeah. the get go. I was like, we can do it non-stop just go 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 but when it comes to december there's gonna be a lot going on so we're gonna probably we're take taking, a break yeah exactly so that's exactly what we're gonna be doing so so we're gonna be back in the new year relish in this episode now but the bud thing is the bud <laughs> but the bud <laughs> what in the budusi <laughs> but the good thing is is that we have a special for you guys today yeah and because we're a sucker for specials so why not go out with a bang in 2023 with a motherfucking special yes. because you guys are special so we want to do something special, special for our special little friends you're a special little guy aren't you <laughs> <laughs> so we hope to make this last episode worth your time yes and we're gonna close the book on 2023 and how do you think this year went paul <sighs> damn i didn't expect to get this deep um, I'll go first. I think it's crazy. <laughs> I think it's crazy that we already are over two thousand plays this year. I didn't expect that at all. Mm-hmm. The fact that we hit that milestone already is just absolutely crazy. Over two thousand plays. We're in so many fucking countries. Oh, most a smaller handful of states left that mm-hmm. we haven't been in, but we're in a majority of the states mm-hmm. at least in one point. Mm-hmm. Countries all over the place, which is fucking crazy. I did not expect listeners in other countries no and then spotify or anchor has this new metric 
of that where shows it shows impressions. Oh so you can see God. like how many times you came up in searches and stuff. Five, like last time I looked, it was like five. It's like four times. or five thousand. I mean, granted, that may not necessarily turn into views or listens, but it's the fact that people are seeing even our the fact of names. yeah, the fact that our podcast cover art and name has just reached the eyeballs of that many people is just insane. To it me. makes me want to throw up. They may not have clicked on it and listened, but the fact that they they have now seen it and they know it's out in the ether and that is us. Exist. Yeah. That's that's crazy. I didn't ex- yeah, I didn't expect a lot of things to happen this year, especially like the fan base we have. I feel like we have a really good fan base of people who like get us and like the content we put out and they love our banter and they love how mean we are to each other. <laughs> it's just a natural flow. Yeah. Um yeah, and I think that in itself is a really successful way to start something like this is I mean, you may get lucky and get the viral hit and go and blow up big time, but mm-hmm. being able to naturally curate a very solid foundation of... Maybe in the new year, we'll finally start doing the TikTok so you can go viral. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but being able to build that really solid foundation of just like those hardcore fans that are mm-hmm. always, whether it's friends, family, or you know, friends of friends or family, whatever, mm-hmm. we have that, like you said, great kind of support system behind us that hardcore we have people that are just like... Where's the fucking Where's episode? the fucking episode? And we're just like, we're sorry. We're, we're only human. And so y'all just come at our neck when we don't place on time. And we're just like, I get it. Like, we're great. We're fucking Honestly. fantastic. But also like, fuck you. <laughs> Respectfully. Like, fuck you. We're hardworking Not motherfuckers. Not fuck you, but like, fuck you. We could fuck you. Could no, fuck you. we're not going to. <laughs> Depends, honestly. <laughs> Brianna, Brianna's throwing her, her hot girl shit error, so she might. Who knows? Um, but yeah, if anything, thank you guys for a huge... Hot girl era. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for just such a huge year. Honestly, thank you, Paul, for doing this with me. Thanks for doing it with me. This was a very... It was a chaotic decision. Random decision yeah. that we made. But even though sometimes I like get really annoyed like having to like edit stuff and like do the notes and stuff like that, I look forward to hanging out with you and spending time with you. And putting this out and just like having people listen to the bullshit that we say every day. Yeah. And I mean we're a homegrown podcast, so mm. sound and uh information oh and <laughs> Everything is going to be all over the place, but yeah. that's just what you get with We're a, just learning. Yeah. Uh, amateur podcast. We don't have any fancy editors. We don't have any fancy script writers. We you know who the fancy, fancy editor is? Fucking me. And sometimes I don't even want to be doing that shit. I've been wanting to post raw episodes sometimes, and I'm like, I can't. Because, like, <laughs> the amount of times we're like, <clears throat> the amount of times I burp into the mic, <laughs> the amount of times I cut you off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's bad. We don't have any sponsors siphoning us money. This is all... Homegrown from us, all Fucking natural. Free. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, as time goes on and this matures more, things will probably get better. Probably not. But <laughs> um, I think this, the quality will get better. I think the podcast will stay the same. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If anything, we'll condense ourselves to an actual room. We'll have a set. We'll maybe mm-hmm. be able to do clips and all patiently that stuff. waiting for paul to give us a podcast room so we can just fucking record videos yeah i might look into like places we can actually go that's also oh, yeah it's like we'll see though. whatever yeah, we'll, to, we'll talk about it later. we'll see whatever is best but that look forward to in 2024 that's the podcast 2024 goals mm-hmm. um is to just keep going yeah and, and to keep, keep thriving 
and producing content for and you hungry motherfuckers. Slaying. We're going to slay the day away. Slay the day away straight into Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Slay! So, yeah, if anything, we hope you will follow us in 2024, but also hope you have a great holiday season ahead of y'all. Mm-hmm. Happy motherfucking Thanksgiving. We'll definitely still be posting like on our socials of like the dumb shit that we're doing, especially at Paul's Christmas party. I will True. definitely be posting stuff from there. Um, <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. And then also, too, now that we're taking the time off, if you want to be on the podcast and you want to be a guest and do that kind of stuff, Hit us the fuck up. Let us know. Now we have time, more than enough time to schedule out and figure stuff out. Yeah. And especially if you have ideas on what you want to see us do, not even talk about, just want to see from the podcast. Like, do you want to see TikTok clips? Do you want us to do video? Like, what do you, what do you like in other podcasts that you wish we had? And just let us know. Because 2024 is all about growth. And And it'd be really funny because I promise you they're going to ask us for stuff and we're going to be like, no (laughs) (laughs) we can't grow without feedback because we don't know if we're doing good or bad or whatever if you guys don't tell us so we're both very um what is it dysphoric people so we both are like oh we're bad (laughs) so we actually don't know how we are doing (laughs) so if you don't tell us we're doing good we just ultimately think we're doing pretty fucking bad so um let us know (laughs) for reals bacon lettuce tomato yeah throwback whatever that means and the, you're right. Anyway, um, so today I'm doing the special for Paul because Paul wanted to talk about this. Today we're going to be talking astrology. Yeah, what better way to end this podcast off than with a whole motherfucking astrology special, bitch? Just for you guys. So I'm going to sort the sites. You already know. Yes, I said what I said. Don't look at me like that. Um, I use wikipedia.com or wikipedia.org, I should say, astrology.com and horoscope.com. Hell yeah. Hell because yeah. if there's one thing about us, we're horoscope girlies. Oh, it's real fucking bad. Since the beginning of time, man and women, hello, have stopped and stared up into the night sky, into space, and wondered what lies beyond. Even today, we still stare up and wonder. Shout out to you, NASA. Love you, girly pop. Um, Not the girly pop. <laughs> so today, I'm going to have a little special and talk about my favorite pseudoscience, astrology. I would also just like to say this is going to be a brief overview of astrology. Um, I'm not going to get like into the nitty gritty and give you like a deep, deep dive because we're literally going to be here for three days and I don't want to fucking do that. So this is a light dusting, if you will. You did an LOL. And you know she wrote LOL. You didn't LOL. I usually don't. Oh. Then why did you write LOL? OL. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So astrology, what is it? Great question. What's it's, astrology? Thank you for asking. <laughs> I thought no one would ever ask. It is the study of the stars in other celestial bodies. And just exactly how the placement of them at the time of your birth affects you as a person as a whole all the way down to your personality your job family life finances whatever the fuck you want to think about it's all on them charts babe mm-hmm. in today's age in today's age yeah sure in today's day and age astrology is just all the rage it's what all the kids are talking about it's how you're hip and relatable i can't even like say anything about that because like i literally have like two astrology tattoos so that's fine <laughs> <laughs> And it's funny, you know the show Big Mouth, right, on yeah. Netflix? 
they even in their new season that just came out recently, there was one point where they're like, oh, Hubrian's such a Virgo. And I'm like, <laughs> Paul said, Me? <laughs> I was like, I relate. <laughs> But astrology as a whole, even though it's, you know, all a rage right now, it dates back centuries with the earliest evidence dating back from the third millennium BC. BC being before Christ, if you didn't know. Yeah. (laughs) And this is where they mainly use and interpreted celestial cycles as signs of divine communications. Until the 17th century, astrology was actually considered a scholarly tradition and it helped advance the development of early astronomy. It was openly and commonly accepted in political and cultural circles, and some of the concepts were used in other traditional studies, such as philosophy, meteorology, and medicine. Isn't that crazy, though, that it was just like... Because, like, think about today. Like, if I... Like, people probably heard that this is going to be an astrology special, and they rolled their fucking eyes. They were like, next episode. Hmm. But, like, just think back then. Like, they literally used that shit, like... For in political, a lot of things. Yeah, it's just... It's crazy to me. I want to be a meteorologist. Maybe I still will be. You could be on the news. I'm so intrigued by... I don't know if I ever want to be like a newscaster meteorologist or more like vaccines. But meteorology to me is always so interesting to me. Even as a kid, I was so fascinated with like the weather and weather patterns and like how things come to be. I was going to go to school for that, but then realized I had to go to Vermont for that. And Mm. I was like... I um good to see you on TV. You have the personality for it. Thank you. Any of the face for it because you're very handsome. Thank you. <laughs> I was told by Brianna Serapis that I have <laughs> to start accepting compliments and not deflecting them because that, de- by deflecting them, is putting me into a negative headspace and training my brain to be negative. So thank you for that awesome compliment of myself. <laughs> it's that and also it Warren makes... I'm trying okay <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> it makes me feel bad because then it's like why don't you believe me and vice versa like if you gave me a compliment and I was like no you'd be like bitch so think of it like that <laughs> great brought to you by Squarespace Squarespace, Squarespace. <laughs> I meant to say headspace I thought you were going to say better help I was like <laughs> hashtag not sponsored you... no not at all But by the end of the 17th century, emerging scientific concepts in astronomy, such as heliocentrism, which, if you don't know what that is, is a concept that the planets revolve around the sun and not me. If you did not know that, I'm sorry to tell you, but the planets do revolve around the sun. And not me. Mm -hmm. Which is, when I was doing these notes, that's kind of like, and not me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not that just registering <laughs> when i was doing these notes it reminded me back to episode one when i did the flat earth theory because i remember i was talking about how they were like convinced that like the earth was flat and that everything revolved around the earth mm-hmm. so this is that theory like that theory like kind of breaking away so mm-hmm. i was like oh it kind of goes in together yeah and all of this actually undermined the basis of astrology which played a major hand in it now being regarded as a pseudoscience but as this is our podcast and we make the rules and we are astrology bitches and we love it. We're not going to listen to any of that shit. And it's real to us, not pseudoscience. So get over it. Queen. <laughs> Slay. <laughs> Cult. <laughs> okay. So I'm not sure if everyone is familiar with the Zodiac as we are. So there's 12 signs of the Zodiac and each sign is assigned its own element. So starting off is going to be Aries, which is what I am. We are a fire sign and our symbol is the ram. There's Taurus and they are earth signs and their symbol is the bull. There's Gemini, air sign, and their symbol is the twins. 
which I don't know if it's like can be like many different symbols, but it's always just like two faces. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's Cancer. Cancer is a water sign, and their symbol is the crab. Then we have Leo, fire sign, and their symbol is the lion. I hate Leos. Um, <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> and then we have our Virgo king over here. Slay, Virgo, slay. They are earth signs, and their symbol is the virgin. I've never had sex. <laughs> okay. I'm um, living by my Virgo virgin calling. Sure. Um, then we have Libra following that up, and they are an air sign, and their symbol is the scales. We have Scorpio, which <sighs> is a water sign, and their symbol is the scorpion. Fucking hate Scorpios. <laughs> we have <laughs> Sagittarius, which they are also a fire sign, and their symbol is the archer. Capricorn, earth sign, their symbol is the goat. Aquarius, air sign, and their symbol is the water bearer, which I think is very fucking interesting. Why are they an air sign? Slay avatar. Yeah, right? (laughs) And then ending it off with Pisces, and they are a water sign, and their symbol is the fish. So the element that is attached to your zodiac sign can tell you a lot about your personality. Like, for example, fire signs are labeled as hotheads, when in reality we are just big crybaby bitches. And I say that as a crybaby Aries. So I can speak on that. I'm talking to you, Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. Cry baby bitches. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm not. I can't. Exactly. Mm. Fight me. Wow. Um, <laughs> Earth signs are grounded in their decision making. Air signs are kind of like all over the place. They just like do whatever they want. And water signs are just cry babies. Get it? Because they're water signs and they cry in water tears. I said what I said. Yeah. Yeah. I can also vouch for the earth signs being grounded in their decision making because as we all know, I like to think about the... Fucking everything. (laughs) (laughs) I take the facts in my reasonings and so, um, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm very grounded as a kid say. (laughs) As the kids would say. (laughs) So the most common and known sign in the zodiac is called your sun sign. And so this is a sign that you're probably the most familiar and the most like common with and that you would know like casually in conversation. (laughs) So the sun sign means the position of the sun in the sky at the moment of your birth. Your sun sign is the core of who you are. It's your ego, your identity, and your role in life. For example, my sun sign is an Aries, meaning I'm assertive persistent naturally competitive and fiercely independent and if you know me i feel like that's very much me you can't help me do shit i'm like absolutely fucking not my plate is overflowing with shit and i'm like i'm fine yeah exactly (laughs) and i'm competitive in everything i fucking do so you are i had no idea um which is funny (laughs) because my sun sign is a virgo and what that means is i'm analytical practical and detail oriented which easily as we all have found out on this podcast <laughs> um ghosts don't believe them it's not halloween anymore i'm not believing ghosts anymore here we go um not getting into that um but i'm also motivated by an urge to find useful and structured outlets for my skills and talents and perfectionists i am very much a perfectionist mm. and i want everything to be great and um i've noticed even in my career that is uh, one of my weaknesses, and I use that as my answer. I do, too. Is that I am too much of a perfectionist, and I will make myself just do things instead of asking for help, mm-hmm. because I know they'll get done right if I do it, mm-hmm. and I don't trust anyone else to do it. 
Um, so as a leader, I can't be doing that and I need to delegate. <laughs> and so that is one of the things I work on. But that's just my sun trait. I can't help it. I'm I want sorry. you to say that next time. It's just my, just because I'm a Virgo. <laughs> you just, will not get the job. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm working on it, but I'm just a Virgo and that's just how I work. Um, but yeah, especially with what we've told you so far, let us know, especially if you're a know your sign, let us know if that pertains to you or not. Let us know what you think. Does your sign match your personality or are you like an outlier? If you're an outlier, you're probably lying to yourself, but that's fine because astrology is real. But overall, uh, especially with the knowledge I know about Virgoism, mm-hmm. I'm using it as a word. <laughs> it is very true to me, and I find myself in a lot of bad situations because I can be too over analytical of things and want to make sure I say the right thing and do the right thing. And I'm maybe a little too grounded. Like I'm just sucking Earth's ass and groundedism. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Now, when it comes to astrology, a lot of people will also talk about the big three. And so that's obviously your sun, like we just talked about. Then there's also your moon and then your rising sign. Your moon sign is pretty similar to your sun sign in the way that it's where the moon was in the sky at the position of your birth. However, when it comes down to it, the moon is responsible for your emotions, kind of how you are emotionally as a person. Um, and your rising sign is what your sign was as it was rising (laughs) over the horizon when you were born. So when it comes to your rising sign, it's kind of the mask you present to people and it's kind of what you hide behind in terms of what you want people to see you as. Exactly. So my big three are I'm an Aries sun and then I'm a Virgo moon and rising. And mine, I'm a Virgo sun in Scorpio moon and rising, which is pretty fucking funny because I hate scorpions. <laughs> scorpions, yeah, Scorpios. Oh, God. Yikes. Okay, now we're going to get into birth charts, which is funny because I don't know shit about it. So Brianna does, so I can't wait for her to explain it more to me because it's always <laughs> whatever. It's believed you can tell a lot about who a person is going to become, even some of their physical features, just by looking at their birth chart. And so by birth chart, I don't mean like a graph or anything. A birth chart is literally like a circle chart that's split into 12 sections. Look at this graph. Every time I do it makes me laugh. (laughs) I love that meme. (laughs) It's freaking BS. I love love Halloween. (laughs) The 12 sections of a birth chart, or as they're referred to as the 12 houses, and each house is assigned to a zodiac sign. So the first house being Aries, because Aries is the start of the zodiac, the second section or second house being Taurus, and so on and so forth. Each house also represents a different part of your life. So now we're going to go and explain the different houses of your birth chart. So the first house, again, is ruled by Aries and also ruled by the planet Mars. It is the house of self, and it reveals the insight to our appearance, ego, drive, self-image, and personal values. It covers all of the firsts in life. Get it? Because it's the first house. Um, Think of first impressions, taking the initiative, fresh starts, and new beginnings. These new beginnings can relate to you as an individual. Like, who are you? What is your potential? Who will you eventually become? And what is the best... (laughs) And what (laughs) is the best path for you to take to be as successful as possible? 
It's all about not only reaching your ultimate personal potential, but also tapping into what you can uniquely contribute to the world. So it's all about just like who you are. I feel like that's just like a good way to round it out. So your second house is going to be mainly focused on value, money, self-worth, and possessions. It is ruled by Venus and it is linked to Taurus. Here we explore the concept of value. And so like, what do you value? What are your motivations? And what do you want to obtain and make like certain material items? Like, what do you want to have? Mm -hmm. And we aren't just talking about like tangible physical value, like physical things. This includes owning up to your feelings and emotions, claiming ownership of yourself. This house reveals your sense of self and security. So being grounded in this house basically just like means that like you care about like value, like materialistic objects, but you also care about like the value of like who you are as a person. Now we're going into the third house. So the third house is going to be really focused on communication, early schooling, siblings, etc., etc. Um, this house is ruled by Mercury and it's linked to the Gemini. It's the house of communication, like I just said has everything to do with how you communicate with others. It rules our thinking patterns, our talking styles, our language, and our logic. And finding a way to share your thoughts and intelligence effectively with others is the spirit of the third house. So getting able to communicate how you're feeling about literally anything and just like effectively getting people to understand you is like the main focus of our third house. Mm -hmm. And then if we move into the fourth house, we're going to be looking more at our home, family, self-care, privacy, and the fourth house is ruled by the moon which is linked to cancer so the fourth house can also be referred to as the house of home and this is a house that focuses on everything you can think of as kind of like home sweet home here we find our foundation where you find shelter and whatever structures you're able to feel safe within not only in a physical sense but it could be emotionally things like that this safety also comes with a feeling of belonging into the fifth house, this is where we get more into the romance, the play, creativity, and relationships. And it's ruled by the sun, which is linked to Leo. It is also known as the house of pleasure. Ooh. Ooh. Sexual seduction. Duction, du- Did you hear that uh, Snoop Dogg's not going to smoke anymore? Yeah. It's the world's going to It's end. an ad campaign. It is? It's an ad campaign for Solo Stove. Do you know those... Um, they're becoming a lot trendier now, I guess, but they're essentially like smaller, um, fire pits, if you will, that you can put on like a tabletop and they're smokeless. And so I just saw that before we started recording today Mm. that he was quitting smoke Mm. and that relates to an ad campaign from Solo Stove and he Mm. came out with another commercial that said all that. That is so fucking funny because I was like, he's not going to, there's no way they Snoop Dogg. They knew what they were, that's a huge. Yeah, yeah, they did it. They did it because there's no way fucking Snoop Dogg, Snoop Doggy Dogg, mm-hmm. Snoop Double OG is going to be, quit smoking. Whatever. <laughs> and he is just quitting yeah. smoking just and his not marijuana. fire pits. Right. So the house of, health. House? So the house of, kiss? the house of pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> so the house of pleasure is really anything that just feels good. And that is what this home is kind of linked to. This includes affairs, flings, and one-night stands. Not you being nasty. Doggy. <laughs> also, besides the kind of pleasure aspect of it, this is also where you can kind of find your desire to feel special, which 
if there's anything, I always want to feel special. I always want to feel special. And following the house of pleasure, you get the sixth house, which is also the house of work and health. So this is where you're going to find your daily routines, your overall, you know, work and career, your health throughout your life. It's ruled by Mercury, which is linked to Virgo. And this is kind of where you'd ask, like, what are my shortcomings? How can I improve? How I react in the face of adversity? So this is really just kind of your life's foundation, your day-to-day foundation of life. Mm -hmm. So speaking of daily routines, work, and health, when it comes to that sort of thing, what is life without committed partnerships? And this is something you'll actually see in the seventh house. So it's ruled by Venus and linked to Libra. And as you can assume, it's the house of partnerships. So in life, you're going to have all sorts of partnerships, whether that's both personal or professional, in an attempt to get to know people on a one-to-one level. And this is where you'll kind of have all that dictated. So moving on to the eighth house, we're going to be focusing on intimacy, death, transformation, revenge, Mm. bad karma, Taylor's version, jealousy, and control. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> this house is ruled by Mars and Pluto, and it's linked to Scorpio. And this worst house is going to be the house of sex. Worst house. <laughs> Good sex. Um, other major. Let's top- talk about sex, baby. baby. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about you and me. Other major topics covered in this house are death and other people's money, mm. as well as transformation and healing. This is also where you find the love of occult rituals and more. Spooky and spiritual shit live here and call this place home. I take it back. I like the eighth house. I know. As soon as I got to that line, I was like, Paul's going to be like, actually, never mind. Following that up, we're going to be going into the ninth house, which is all about higher learning, spirituality, and media relations. This house is going to be ruled by Jupiter and is linked to Sagittarius. You know what they say about Jupiter? Never stupider. (laughs) So again, this is the house of higher learning. And here... We're going to be really focusing on the higher mind, travel, adventure, philosophy, spirituality. Those are all going to be major themes here in this house in relation to the search of the true meaning of life and all that entails, whether that be what you're going to become in life, what you want out of life, all that's going to be here. Another big thing that's going to be in this house is the desire to understand things, yourself, others, and the world around you. And if you're still here and tuned in, hi, <laughs> we're almost done. Uh, but we're brought to the 10th house, which this is where you're going to learn all about your career, public status, legacy, kind of fatherhood. And it's ruled at Saturn linked to Capricorn. And as you could assume, it's just your overall house of career. And it has everything to do with your social statuses, reputation, Taylor's your version public persona not taylor's version (laughs) and kind of your desire and drive to climb to the top you know like a true capricorn live in the capricorn's eyes capricorns are the worst (laughs) do i know a capricorn yes who i hate capricorns (laughs) (laughs) there's gonna be a blank i hate capricorns are you satisfied with your current position how much do you want to achieve what is your ultimate role in society and how will you best fulfill it? These are all questions you can find answers to on the next episode of The Tenth House. <laughs> <laughs> and after you finish the episode of The Tenth House, move on to The Eleventh House. 
And this is where you're going to find a lot of information regarding your friendships, your hopes and dreams, rest in peace Squidward's dreams, community, and it also just overall rules astrology. I just thought of that SpongeBob where it says, here lies Squidward's hopes and dreams, mm -hmm. and it's just a tombstone. <laughs> That's why I started laughing. The 11th house is called the House of Friends, and it's ruled by Uranus. Your butthole. Linked to Aquarius. And as you can kind of guess from what I've briefly described it as, it's the most social of the houses. And this house represents everything to do with community, large groups, gatherings, and just overall being social. Humanitarianism is also a major theme here. Are you a good friend? What do you do for others? How do you view your friends and how do they view you? And All last... these questions you can find out in the 11th house. Oh, God. Tune in next week. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and last, but certainly not least, we are on the 12th house. So since we're at the end of our houses, this house is going to be focusing on endings, spirituality, and the afterlife. It's going to be ruled by Neptune, which is linked to Pisces. And this is a house of unconsciousness and also the house of reckoning. It has everything to do with your subconscious and the ability to avoid confrontation. Reality doesn't exist here. It's a fantasy and you use this house to escape everything that's going on in your life that's negative. You just use it to make yourself feel better. There's going to be dreams here, intuition, and psychic ability, and they're going to be very important overall in the workings of this house. This house also helps you review what you've done in the past and decide where to go from here. And that's kind of where the house of reckoning aspect comes into it. Mm -hmm. um, so those are all the houses that we have for you today. Yeah, if you made it, congratulations, because that was a lot of fucking information. It was. And so I use the app CoStar to better understand birth charts and astrology and all that kind of stuff. And so if you wanted to get into that, I recommend using that app because it's probably the best app to get into it. I got Paul into that app to get one by his birth chart. And so speaking of that, we're going to talk about Paul's birth chart today. Woohoo! I get to learn all about myself. I just didn't want to talk about mine, so that's why we're going to talk about yours. Oh, great. I'll so be the guinea pig, don't The worry. Virgo king that we have here today is a Virgo Hi, sun that's me. and Scorpio moon and rising. So I'm looking at Paul's birth chart right now. And so he has Scorpio as his rising sign, also his Venus, his moon sign, his Jupiter sign, and his Pluto sign. In Capricorn, he has Neptune and Uranus. In Pisces, he has uh, Saturn. In Cancer, he has his Mars. Virgo, again, is his sun sign, and then Libra is in Mercury. So we already talked about sun signs, we already talked about moon signs, and we already talked about rising signs. Mm -hmm. But what am I talking about when I'm just saying like Mercury, Saturn, all that kind of stuff? So it's the same concept, basically, as like your sun and your moon would be like where they were in the sky. Mm -hmm. So like your Jupiter is like where was Jupiter in position and what sign mm -hmm. was that in? So it's going to be like that. So your Mercury is in Libra, Paul. And that means that your intellect sees both sides of every situation. So you're not one-sided in the way you look at things, which is a very Virgo thing. You're just, like, always thinking about stuff. Thanks. Um, they're a charming and diplomatic realist. I am very charming. Yes, thank you. So you're charming and you're a diplomatic realist, and you search for balance in everyday life, though this may come off as insecure or indecisive. I'm very secure. So this... <laughs> Your Mercury in Libra falls in your 12th house, Paul. So like we just talked about, your 12th house is like the house of reckoning, the house of unconsciousness, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. Um, this means that you're curious about and inclined to analyze people's secrets, their dreams, and their mental health. So next, we have your Venus in Scorpio. 
Paul, which means your Venus is going to be like your romance. So how are you dealing like with romance? Because mm-hmm. Venus is like the Virgin, Virgo, all that kind of stuff. Like I am. Yes. The Virgin that I am. <laughs> so it takes the Virgin the in- King. Oh my God. <laughs> it takes the intense depths of the mysterious, passionate, and the seductive, and the devotion for mad and boundless love. Though sometimes you may be mute into suspicion, jealousy, and cruelty, making their love life somewhat tumultuous. I'm not jealous. <laughs> Which is crazy, because if you know Paul, Paul's fucking green. This man be getting jelly. That's a lie. Made up by the candy company. Hey! <laughs> and so this is in your first house. So remember how we talk about how uh, the first house is ruled by Aries, and that's like just like the core of your person in the first house? So this, like your love and how you are in relationships, is in your first house. Meaning that for you, love is often expressed in yourself and like your self-image. So you take pride in showing people that you like love them or like them in relationships like by like just taking care of yourself basically i should say which is funny because we talked about this in the car earlier did we yes (laughs) (laughs) and then i don't want to go through like your entire birth chart because it's a lot of stuff so i'm just gonna scroll through again and find something find the most interesting stuff that's what i'm doing so we're gonna talk about your jupiter last so your jupiter is in scorpio and so this is going to be like one of the more social planets. Um, Jupiter rules idealism, optimism, and expansion. And so your Jupiter being in Scorpio means that you grow and find understanding through passion, intensity, and finding the deep heart of things. Because Scorpio rules the house of sex, and Scorpio is just like one of those signs that's like really like passionate and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So the fact that your Jupiter being the house of like wanting to learn and all that kind of stuff is in Scorpio means that you're passionate about that stuff. And this is also in your first house. So that's also comes down to like the core of your being. So it's like, which I feel like is very much you. You're very passionate about the things that you're interested in, the things you want to learn about. If I'm interested in it. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. If you're not interested in it, you're like, I truly don't fucking care. But which when is, you are interested in something, you're like diehard. For which it. is the downfall of, um, my career. Because when I get into new jobs, you're obviously, Regardless of what the job is, you you become very passionate because you're just like, it's new, it's fresh, it's cool. And so what I end up doing is I give myself way too much to that job. And then I learn a thousand different things and then I get taken advantage of and then I burn out and then I quit. Period. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anyways, just for a little, this might seem jumpy and weird, but we recorded a decent amount and then realized we weren't recording for some the reason. computer decided to just stop recording <laughs> and i'm not near my any buttons to press so paul's triggered <laughs> i am a little triggered yeah um so we just talked a little bit about paul's uh birth chart um i know i said i wasn't gonna talk about mine but i was just gonna talk about my venus just because we kind of talked about paul's and just to do a little even even and even even so my venus is in pisces so the the way that means is that like whatever planet and whatever house that's in when we say like Venus and Pisces, that means that my emotions and the way that I deal with love, I do it in a Pisces way, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And so my Venus and Pisces means that my romantic side is sentimental, dreamy, and gentle. Okay, Mrs. Dreamy. Oh my God. <laughs> and so it's if you know me, you know that's so true because when I like somebody, I'm like super like lovey-dovey with them and I'm super soft about it. Um, yeah, so she's I, in her soft girl ever for sure. I know. 
can't help it. <laughs> she says squishy and just, <laughs> oh my God. And so because of this, that means that I have an, a deeply end well of compassion and love. And so that means that I have trouble protecting myself in relationships. And so my Venus is in my sixth house, which if you remember, that is like your routines and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so I express my love to people, the people that I like or anything like that um through routines which is like something that's so true when it comes to like even just like platonic friendships and stuff like that it's like especially with you like it's like if i want to hang out with you like i want to hang out with you like at least once a week like i want to get into some kind of routine of always seeing you so that's just how i am and so like paul said a lot of this got cut off because it decided to stop recording um so i had paul cleanse himself and then i cleansed my tarot card deck um yeah because this is one thing i was like we're doing astrology i want to do tarot cards yeah and it would be fun if we did a tarot card reading because tarot cards do kind of intertwine with astrology mm-hmm. as a whole mm-hmm. um each card corresponds to a certain sign and then like a certain element and that kind of stuff yeah and so i was like <laughs> what better way to end this end of year episode than get myself a little tarot card reading yeah um and so I cleanse myself with selenite. Selenite? Selenite, yeah. Selenite. So which it's is... a really cool crystal that is able to charge other crystals and then also charge itself and then also be able to cleanse itself and other crystals and other people. And yeah. Things. And I did the little Disney. You know, you're watching Disney Channel. <laughs> um, kind of like one thing, but uh, around myself to kind of cleanse myself. And while the mic was cut off, I started shuffling and thinking obviously about what i wanted what i was thinking about what i wanted answers for and then about 20 cards fell um but only one card was flipped over Mm -hmm. and so that to me is just the universe screaming something to me yep and so we're in the middle of figuring out what that is so the card that fell um that was face up was the ace of pentacles and it's reversed. And first of all, I just want you to know that the Ace of Pentacles, like the suit of Pentacles, is an Earth card. Of course it is. Yeah. So it's your element. Right. And for what it's worth, these polls will be on Instagram at Isn't That Odd Pod, just so you can kind of see and follow along. Mm-hmm. And the art's really cool and cute. So that's always also nice to look at, too. Um. So this card reversed actually pertains to lost opportunity lack of planning and foresight so i'm not sure what your question was but when all those cards fell out it was trying to say that whatever you want you're not getting it because either there was an opportunity that you passed up or there just wasn't enough planning or foresight in whatever you wanted great (laughs) he's like great tell me more (laughs) okay so i'm just gonna pull the cards from the top of the deck and then we're gonna do it that way so the first card that i'm gonna pull now is I'm also actively, while she's doing this, trying to take a picture and it keeps coming out blurry and it's pissing me off. Oh, it just doesn't want you to know what card it is. So the first card that I just pulled off the deck is the High Priestess, which is my favorite card. Um, This is a card that I have tattooed on my arm Mm -hmm. and it is in the reversed. And this is for past. I'm just pulling cards now. I'm not going to do the past, present, future reading. Just because of how they all fall out of the deck. I'm like, maybe that's a sign. Oh, so you're reading all the cards that fell out of the deck. Um, Actually, no, I put them off to the side. I'm just pulling them off the top of the deck. Oh, okay. So it, it, that, was, uh, that was the universe saying, um, he didn't shuffle too great. These are actually the cards I want you to pull. Mm-hmm. So the High Priestess reversed. Um, 
isn't amazing. Um, so this card is going to be... You say a, isn't amazing? It's not amazing, no. I love that. So this is going to be a water sign um, element kind of card. And this is going to relate to the moon. So it's going to relate to a lot of like emotions and feelings and mm -hmm. things like that. Um, and it connects to the intuitive awareness and inner vision. And also the high priestess is just like feminine energy like the divine feminine mm -hmm. so that's why it's my favorite that's why i have it tattooed on me because i love that card mm -hmm. um so this card in reversed symbolizes uh way. yes this card in reverse symbols symbolizes the loss of self uh like secrets a hidden agenda like something that is just like blocking whatever you want to get to so again i don't know what you asked mm -hmm. but it seems like with these two cards that just got pulled, it's not whatever you want to get to or whatever you're trying to get to. It just seems like there's just a lot that's blocking your way to it. I don't know if that resonates. Awesome. <laughs> and so, I'm just going to put them all together. Okay. And then so um, the way that these readings go, it's kind of like take whatever resonates with you. Right. And like Whatever resonates, take it. Whatever doesn't, leave mm -hmm. it. Like that's just how we do it. So the next card I'm going to pull off the deck is going to be the King of Cups in the upright position. So Cups is going to be a water suit. So the Knight of Cups in the upright position is creativity, romance, charm, imagination, and beauty. So it seems like that there's something blocking you of getting where you want to get to, but it seems like you have the ability to get through that, through like your creative side romance could doesn't have to be like in a relationship sense it just can mean like romanticizing your life and just kind of like looking at the beauty of things and like really like um living in the moment and stuff like that um so like also your charm and imagination can kind of just like help you get to wherever you need to get even though there's these things that are kind of blocking your path fun <laughs> and then i'll pull this one last one so again we have the four pentacles that's another earth sign card it said just to finish us out babe <laughs> so this card in the upright. I don't like the fact that you're <laughs> laughing. <laughs> My guilty giggle, as someone would say. Um, so in the upright position, this card is for saving money, security, control, and scarcity. <laughs> and I think this is just trying to tell you, you have to stop being a material girl. <laughs> mm -mm. He's shaking his head. He's not going to stop. I don't resonate with that one. <laughs> put it back <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't exist um but yeah if you want to do you want me to tell you what i was thinking about i mean do you want me to leave it on the podcast you want me to take it out no i don't care it's not anything okay what is because it? if there's one thing you podcast besties have learned this year regarding me is that i'm sick of the blue store mm -hmm. respectfully disrespectfully actually disrespectfully so that when I was just shuffling, I was just thinking about career and moving and my future in a new career that mm -hmm. I want to get to mm -hmm. and just what was kind of the outlook on that. Yeah. I feel like that makes sense then with everything. It just seems like there was an opportunity that you kind of passed up on to and then just like hidden agendas and stuff like that, which... From what I know that's going on in a blue store, that sounds very accurate in agendas. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah <laughs> Especially I mean, with, like, you trying to, like, move up and, like, advance and stuff like that. There was a lot of things that were standing in your way in terms of doing that. And it wasn't even the fact that you weren't capable of it. It was just the fact of, like, 
there was hidden agendas and there was people yeah. standing in your way. And I mean, and it, it doesn't help things. that there was one point where I pulled myself out of a situation mm-hmm. that I thought at that point, like I wouldn't get compared to what I was up with. So I just pulled myself out. And I was like, oh, I'll just when that gets settled, I'll do, you know, this instead and mm-hmm. I'll still move up. But this could also be this saying like you dumb fuck you shouldn't have done that because it would have went your way mm-hmm. but i think even with the two cards that we just pulled last that it means it's just like when you use your creativity and you use like your mind and you like actually look at the beauty of life and the blue story even though there's really no beauty to it mm-hmm. um, you just kind of have to just like romanticize your life and not get so like down and hard about when you're not able to be where you want to be at this exact moment because at the end of the day everything's going to work out for you and it might be a little hard and there might be some (laughs) some saving you'll have to do you know in terms of like money don't be a material girl as much but it seems like to get to where you need to go you just have to believe in yourself is what i'm getting out of it yeah i mean that makes sense because it is which is like such a fucking blanket thing to say but it's like sometimes right but i mean it's very valid because the more and more i try to get out and do the more rejection i'm hitting and Mm -hmm. so each each rejection is just taking you down a notch each time yeah essentially and it gets to a point where it's like is like there's no motivation because how many if i you know how many applications i've put out what if what else can i do at this point Mm -hmm. but it's just i gotta tell myself it's a matter of finding that one and that one is there. I just have to maybe not be so hard on myself and mm-hmm. just roll with the punches, babe. That's mm-hmm. the beauty of life. I agree. You agree? <laughs> I agree. Oh my god. And um, so yeah, I don't. I definitely don't resonate with that last card. Um, <laughs> he said, "I'm not gonna stop doing that's that." That's why I have two jobs. Um, so I can be material girl. Period. Maybe that's probably what that means, though. Is that like it's resonating to the fact that like. You're doing this so that way you can still do the things that this card is saying that you should be doing, like save money and stuff like that. So like you getting a second job is going to help you on your road to whatever you're trying to get to. Mm-hmm. That's, how, that's how I would look at it. I mean, yeah. So um, I should also say that I never read my own tarot cards. If, I don't know if you knew that. I never read my own cards. Which I think it's fair. I mean, it's similar to like dentists don't do their own dental work, you know? Yeah. I feel like um, reading your own cards, it's kind of like... um. I don't want to say redundant because the way that I view reading tarot cards is like the words that come out of my mouth. Sometimes it's just like word vomit. And so mm-hmm. it's like something is pushing these words out of my mouth. Like whether that be your your spirit guide or a higher person mm-hmm. or divine intervention or whatever you choose to believe in for that. Um, so I feel like if I do it for myself, it's like I'm thinking it's already like in my brain. So it's like, I don't know. And then also, too, it's like, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know what it's going to tell me. And I frankly don't want to know. <laughs> She said, mm, I'm okay without a pull. No, literally. Me? I'm like, let's just put it all out there. Yellow. Well, I feel like it's different for me because it's like coming through me, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I just feel like it's, it feels different. Which is fair. Yeah. I love tarot card reading. That's why I try to be like very unbiased about it. I'm like, don't tell me what your question is until after. So that way it's like, you know. I'm I haven't had like... one in a long time. Oh, yeah. The last time I did this, we did it at work when I worked at the blue store with Paul. And some lady touched my tarot cards and the fire alarm went off. <laughs> yeah, so she was the story behind that was she was reading she was reading my cards because I was like, Bring me cards, I wanna, you know, have fun and we'll read each other's things, whatever. 
and someone came in so we just like push stuff over it like put yeah, papers I just and stuff put, over like, it so many papers over it i didn't even think she could see them. but she happened to see it so she's like oh you're reading tarot cards and we're just like yeah she's like can i get a reading and brandon's like <laughs> okay very reluctantly and <laughs> she you know cleanse the deck and whatever and as this lady, i didn't even do that you did it no it's that you're i was in the middle of doing your reading and then oh yeah you were like pulled pick the, the pap- top card i yeah. pulled the papers over i didn't tell her to pick anything she was just like oh, can I, can I pull one? And then, like, went to go grab it. And I was like, ha, sure. Like, obviously, I didn't want her to, but I wasn't yeah. going to say no. She's already, like, in the motion of going to grab it. And then as soon as her finger touched the top of my deck, the fire alarm went off. Yeah, like, quite literally, no joke. As soon as her fingertip hit the card, hit the deck, our fire alarm went off. And I'm like, well, we got to evacuate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure I picked the card up. And then I'm pre- I don't remember it what It had to do with, was. like, death or, like, something very negative. Yeah, and it was a very negative card. And she's like, does that mean I'm going to die? And I was like, ha, ha. No. No, it just means you're going to be reborn. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed that little... I feel like this is more of, like, a fun episode, one of the funner episodes we've done, because it's more like Yeah, we didn't want to do anything... I think uh, if you've obviously have listened to most of our episodes... If we have to put this under a category, I think this falls under the odd category. Yeah. And if you've listened to our podcast, which obviously you have, you know most of our episodes are kind of dark and scary and whatever, so... What better way to do than a lighthearted, fun little astrology astrology. episode, considering we talk about it all the time. Mm -hmm. You hopefully learned a little bit more that you may not have known before. I think we're going to... you can practice astrology in your home. (laughs) I think we're going to do more of these. I just have to, like, get deep into those. It's just a lot to research and stuff like that. We'll we'll revisit in 2024. Um, But, yeah, I recommend if you want to get to know about, like, yourself and like your birth chart and stuff like that definitely use costar it's a free app um it's very user-friendly it breaks everything down for you it, t- it honestly just teaches you how to read your birth chart and i think it's a really good yeah app. so if a lot of this just sounded like word vomit but you're mildly interested definitely <laughs> take a peek around there it tells you about your houses your signs mm-hmm. and everything and it breaks it down in a way that's like uh what word am i looking for like layman's terms just makes it yeah. easier for you to understand. tells you how terrible scorpios are it tells you <laughs> how horrible it's funny i say are. that because a lot of my chart is, is in scorpio, scorpio. Yep. which is funny and you hate Maybe yourself anyway so true <laughs> oh my god breakthroughs <laughs> on the podcast right before the new year love that a lot of my chart is in aries which is that makes funny sense. i feel like if like i feel like i'm a really good definition of like what an aries sun sign is like you are like, and i'm somehow still a good definition of what a virgo sun is so. i know but it's like aries suns are like always considered like impulsive and like hot-headed and all this kind of stuff and it's like i am all of those things <laughs> it's like <laughs> like mind your fucking business yeah also why are you very, coming at my neck like that also my favorite part of being an aries is about how passionate i get i get passionate about a lot of things mm-hmm. even if there's a short time yeah like the sweaters bye <laughs> <laughs> but anyways as we said before thanks for tuning in to our podcast for the whole mother flipping year and if this is your first episode welcome to the podcast you're fucking you us all, raw yeah you have a lot of catching up to do but on the plus side like we said you have over a month to get ready and to catch up because we will be on a break following this episode and we'll not be back until 2024 so with that we hope you have a we hope you had a great thanksgiving because this will no this is coming out tomorrow mm-hmm. Pretty fourth well so have the best thanksgiving if you're listening after thanksgiving i hope it was great And may your holiday season ahead be filled with nothing but greatness and happiness and lots of good gifts. 
Because who doesn't like a good gift? Period. Treat Even if that gift is to yourself, treat yourself. Enjoy the season. Don't get too caught up in the hustle and bustle. And find ways to take care of yourself like always. And if you want to keep in touch with us, because I'm sure we'll be posting random shit on our socials throughout our time of our hiatus, you can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Isn't That Odd Pod. Facebook is Isn't That Odd Podcast. Keep in contact. You can visit our personal socials too if you want and like say, hey, you're like really cute or whatever. And I'll be like, so aren't you? And then we'll have like a little kiki. Um, Or if you want to just talk to us directly, you have anything you want to give us, like feedback wise, whatever, isn't that oddpod at gmail.com? You can email us. We do have that Google form uh, link just about everywhere in the show notes where you can give us ideas for paranormal conspiracy or true crime stories you want us to talk about in the new year. Because we'll be looking for a lot of new content to cover New Year. So let us know what you want to hear and talk about. That's my boyfriend texting me. That's your boyfriend. boyfriend. All right. Well, Brianna's going to go into the pussy juice and. (laughs) Not even doing that. (laughs) And we are, for the last time in 2023, signing off on. The Isn't That Odd Podcast. The Isn't That Odd Podcast. Don't be a douchebag. Be a menace. Do, do great things. things. Don't be a dick. Be your own sky daddy. Be your own motherfucking sky daddy. And make the end of your year fucking fantastic. Honestly, take 2024 and grab it by the balls and make it your bitch. By the fucking balls. Squeeze and make it your bitch. And with that, we will see you in the new year. Ta-ta. 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 Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Mwah. Kiss, kiss, <laughs> hug, hug. <laughs> sorrows, sorrows, apologies. Apologies. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Good damn bye. Bye.